Welcome to Dishing with Dads, a podcast by dads, about dads, for everyone. Today's guest is Eric Gudoff, who I wanted to make sure I pronounced his last name correctly because he has a German spin to it um, if he had his way, which we'll get into. Eric is a serial entrepreneur. He has sold a few businesses. He uh, recently launched a company called Human Advantage a unique consultancy that partners with leagues, teams, esports, sports betting, gaming, and more to develop people solutions that maximize engagement, growth, and performance. And I hope I did him justice here. We are going to talk some business, but we are here to talk about you as a father. So my first question to you is, how are you and your family doing during this pandemic and during these crazy times? They are crazy, Michael, for sure. Well, first off, it's great to be on with you. Um, this is—I uh, do a lot of these podcasts that are more business focused. So the dad one really resonated with me. I love this idea. Um, We're—you know—I have two kids, uh, almost four and seven, two boys. My wife and I, uh, and the two boys live in Summit, New Jersey, um, and and we're good. You know, we're okay. We—I'll we, uh, just say we made the move from Brooklyn after living in Brooklyn for about seven years. Um, in a small place and, and are very grateful that we have a house with a backyard and a neighborhood and just, you know, with what we've gone through this past year, like our family has needed the space and uh, solitude, I guess, in some ways you could say. Um, and, uh, you know, health-wise, everybody's doing, you know, great and uh, hopefully on our way to all being vaccinated so we can get back to seeing people more often. Well, they say timing is everything. And as you just said, you know, being in a home and being in the suburbs couldn't have had a better time to make that move. I've spoken to so many people, as I'm sure you have, who are in Manhattan or Brooklyn or Queens or the Bronx who are, I don't want to use the word trapped, but dealing with very tight quarters, trying to figure everything out. So I I was going to ask how... How are you, and I want to hear about the boys in a minute, but how are you juggling all of this right now? Because so many of the dads that I speak to on a regular basis are having a challenging time between working from home, you know, keeping the family afloat, keeping their kids entertained. Kids are locked on devices. It seems like, you know, majority of of the time that they're either doing school or have free time. You know, you have a wife, you have to try to keep her happy and, and just keep everything tied together. How, how are you, you know, getting along with all of this? Well, I think the, the simplest answer is the wife isn't happy and the kids are not entertained. Um, but but <laughs> that's a joke. That They are. Uh, that's not true. Although it's a little true, maybe in some ways. But, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, it, it's hard, you know, um, before all this went down, like it was hard to juggle, you know, family, business, you know, business, kids, you know, and I'm all like, I also bring this up, like I'm a dad, but I'm also a son and a, and a grandson. And like, what's interesting in, in being a dad is I'm also in some ways taking care of my mom, taking care of my grandma you know, taking care of others that are, you know, older than me, you know, people have called that like, I guess the sandwich phase of life. And, and I'm, I'm a dad first and foremost and a husband, but I also have, you know, I'm juggling, you know, we moved my mom here uh, who lived in Ohio by herself uh, last summer during the pandemic and moved her to Jersey. So she's closer to my sister and I, which is great for, for, for being a dad and the kids. 
but like you know it's it's uh there's that side of it too you know we're we're taking care of our parents and grandparents which okay so perfect transition i was going to ask how you know your dad or your grandfather how like what kind of influence have they had on your life and you you know specifically as you became a father um you know my mom i think um has certainly um I'm a people person. Um, I work in an industry that is driven around relationships and not just like meeting people, but really nurturing relationships over time. And I've done that. I think that's the greatest thing I've done in my career and, and, and as a person. Um, and my mom's had a lot of influence in that. I think she's also a really good people person. And um, I think has kind of brought that out in me. My dad, um, you know, he, he, um, he was a chemical engineer for half his career and then, you know, took a leap and pivoted into, uh, executive search and recruiting. And so it's interesting. Like when I, my first company was acquired in, uh, Glideslope, I actually pivoted myself, uh, and got into search and recruiting. And, um, I think, you know, my dad's business acumen and, and, and willingness to take risks and kind of, you know, doing what he needs to for the family, that, that, that's been instilled in me and has kind of influenced how I've moved from one thing to, to the next thing. And in some cases, taken big leaps and, and they've paid off. That's very cool to hear. So, you know, obviously both your mom and your dad had big impacts on your life. So tell me a little bit about your boys. They are, are they similar in nature? Are they as different as night and day? I know you're a sports guy. Are they sports fans? Give us a little yeah. insight into your kids. Well, I've had more time with my older one. His name is Maxwell. So he's seven. And he went to his first Yankees game when he was six months old. And he went to many, many sporting events with me in Brooklyn, Manhattan, New Jersey, um, you know, he went to SummerSlam in Brooklyn when he was four years old, first wrestling with WrestleMania. Like, I have taken that kid. We've gone on trips to Philly overnight, him and I, to see the Sixers play uh, and, and do a night out, you know, as, as much as a father's son could who's seven years old. Um, so, like, it's been really, I would say that Maxwell and myself have built a really strong relationship through the foundation of sport, which has been also my business and career. And, um, it's a really cool, um, to have, to see that develop, like, you know, to say that you've gone to six straight opening days with your, your son is pretty cool. Yankees opening days to be able to say that. That's, that's beyond cool. That's something that, that you and he and, and reverse wise will have forever. And he'll remember that. And I'm sure, you know, you have pictures and, and so on. So that, that is incredibly special. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, and, and, you know, a quick funny story. We, uh, last minute saw the SummerSlam, which is a wrestling event in the summer. WWE was in Brooklyn. We were living in Brooklyn jumped on StubHub, bought a, a single suite ticket that was someone was selling. Um, and um, he didn't need a ticket back then. So the two of us went and wound up sitting in the suite of uh, of, of uh, the McMahon family. Not Vince himself, but his relatives. And so here was my uh, four-year-old kid watching SummerSlam, which you could debate. Maybe that's a little too young to watch wrestling, but I don't think so. 
Um, and he enjoyed it and, and we enjoyed it with the relatives of the owner of the entire company. So like there's so many moments like that. I just bring it up as like a moment and there's like hundreds of them, you know, then you fast forward to the pandemic and, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get to my second child in a second, but you fast forward to the pandemic and we had so much fun at WrestleMania in New Jersey in 2019 that we bought, uh, tickets to go to WrestleMania in Tampa um, in 2020 and we're going to go visit my dad who's in, in uh, Bonita Springs, Florida, go to Tampa, WrestleMania, um, maybe catch a, a spring training game. And of course we had to cancel the trip. So like that was the start canceling that trip to Tampa, which was, I think uh, April of 2020 was the start of where it's been a big hole and gap in my life. The, this like, you know, going to building these moments with, with Maxwell and, and then Mason, my younger one, who's, who's only turning four, he, he, we've had a lot less time, but he's come along to a lot of these as well. And I would say one of the biggest holes or gaps this year in my life, you know, God willing, I'm healthy and, and everyone's safe, but I've, I've really missed going to these events, uh, sporting events, concerts, whatever with my kids. Um, we haven't had a chance to do that. And, I really felt it as a void and, and I'm just can't wait till we can go to our first sporting event again. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm, I'm in the same boat and my older daughter is a big sports fan and I've done not to the extent that you have, but I've taken to her to a lot of concerts and a lot of games and not having the ability. She's a diehard New York Rangers fan, not having the ability to take her to a hockey game and things of that nature. I think it's been hard on everybody. And you have these little joyous moments with your kids and you only have them, you know, at that stage for so long. So to miss out on those. And I know there are bigger problems out there. Trust me, I'm not crying about that. But yep. it, it's hard. I hear you. It's hard. It's hard as a dad. It's hard as a parent. Um, you know, to miss that. So the boys, both first names are M's. Is there a reason behind that? Is did that just happen? It just kind of happened because, um, you know, we are, uh, our family's Jewish and you name after, uh, someone very close to you that is deceased. Um, um, we named Maxwell after my grandfather, Malvin, who, um, was my mom's father. And we named Mason, after my wife, Alyssa's mom, Mary. Um, so, you know, it was two people that are super special to us. And um, now they're the M&M boys because of it. I love it. I love it. That's great. So how has, you know, I, I knew you before you were a dad. Still one of the best, most epic weddings I've ever attended was yours and your wife's. <laughs> uh, great time down in Jamaica. How, yeah. has being, how has being a father changed you? Well, first off, it's our 10 year anniversary of Jamaica this November, Michael. So maybe we can get everyone to come back to the state for our 10 year reunion. So, uh, that so that, that's, right in the, that's in the cards. Return to the rock house. I'll plug the rock house for a second because the rock house in the grill was one of the best places ever to get married. But, um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, changing, changing the relationship with my, my son, um, you know, or sons, like we've spent, we spent a lot more time together um, because I'm not going into work uh, into the city, New York city every day. Um, we're just doing different things. Like, we, you know, we do things like, you know, Friday night movie nights where we get pizza or Italian, we'll pick a movie out. It's given me the opportunity to like pull out ET and Goonies and, uh, 
and uh, so so some of the the classics that like I love and show them to my kids. So in a way, like yeah, we're not we're not going to the Red Bulls games like we used to, but you know we're watching ET together, and I'm seeing ET with them for the first time, their first time, and and that's kind of cool, you know. So I think it's changed our relationship, but but we're just doing different things um, than we were doing before. Got it, got it, got it. That makes that makes sense. So in terms of like what's going on right now in the world, in terms of the dads that I speak to, there are a lot of fathers who are about to have children um, or have little ones at home. What pieces of advice do you have for new dads these days? Well, the first three to six months are a blur, like everyone says. Um, when, you know, your child first laughs, I say, they say with you, I say at you because I think their first laugh is just laughing at you. Um, I think that's when it starts to really, you know, get great. And that usually happens early and then it just gets better. Like, and, and I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a moments person. I'm an experiences person. I like to make special moments, you know, create them for me and my family and my sons, my, you know, my friends. You know, Jamaica was a special moment that we created. And so uh, I think that, um, you know, you can really, um, you know, balance, I guess, creating those moments with just kind of trying to cherishing some of the little things that happen. Like, we still look back at the videos that we took the first, like, three years of Maxwell's life and Mason's life of, like, their first bite of food. Like, we still have those. And, and then, and they're really great to like remember and look back at. So I guess my, my point is, you know, make the moments that are special, but then don't, 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 don't lose sight or forget about those little things that are also just going to be really great memories. That's great. Uh, great feedback and great advice. So with, with two boys, I'm curious, you know, you talked about the experiences, uh, you know, with your older son and it's a natural question that I get asked. It's like having multiple kids. Do you find that you, you lean one towards one more than the other because they're older? Like people say, mm. you know, can, can you ever love the second one? Not love. It's not the right word. Is it the same experience, you know, doing it once? And I could tell you from my end, for instance, I had a 11 year gap. So for me, it literally was like having a child for the first time uh, for all yeah. purposes. But, you know, your kids are, are somewhat close in age. So I'm curious, like, how do you balance that? And do you feel that at all? Yeah, yeah you know, it's uh, um, our, my kids are different. You asked that a little earlier. I didn't really get into that. But my my uh, my older my older one is like, wake up, you know, he sleeps well, wake up though. And he's like, what does life have to give me today? And I'm going to do it and get it times 10. And he's all in. And my, my little one is, is a little more Mason. He, he's, you know, he loves life too, but, but he, he's not as like, I would say aggressive. He's more, you know, kind of comical and funny and, um, you know, makes us laugh with some of the things he says. He's a, he's got some interesting manners that we appreciate. And so, you know, I think you definitely have two different kids. Um, I do think a little bit about how I spent so much time with Maxwell doing stuff when, especially when it was just him. And then what's interesting to me is when I had the second child, it was just always the, the, the four of us in the family or me and the two boys. What I didn't do as much of, and I keep saying now I want to do more of 
is I didn't, I'm not spending one-on-one time with the little one, Mason. And I can see how that maybe changed, you know, different, made our relationship a little different. So I want to do more with just him because I did so much with Maxwell by ourselves without when Mason wasn't born. And now it's just, we don't, we do stuff together. So it's always like the two of them. And and I want to spend more one-on-one time with just Mason. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. And that doesn't differ from what a lot of people tell me when they have two kids and you have to be super cognizant of that, but you're clearly a great dad. Loved having you on the show. Please tell your wife that I said hello and let's definitely do this again sometime. Yeah, I loved it, Michael. It was great. Great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Edition with Dads and we'll talk to you soon.